baseball, hockey, and soccer knowledge you could ever need. This is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. Hello, 88.9 The Bridge listeners. I am McLean of The Water Break, and I'm actually the only original member who uh, showed up today. Normally, this show is done with myself, Will, Cy, and Creed, but I'm joined today by Sophia and Annabelle. Um, and yeah. you guys, uh, plug your shows, plug your shows. I'm on the first period crew uh, at 7 a.m. on there Wednesdays, we yeah. And I'm on the weekly wrap. It's a Friday morning show around 8.15. Yeah, so we're not used to afternoon shows. Yeah, yeah we're, we're um, the morning show crew here, so. Yeah, collaborations with the morning crew, always a good thing. Um, but this is, first and foremost, a sports show, and we're going to do, we're going to talk sports, and we're going to talk sports. We're going to get things started uh, with our 5 and 5, bringing you news of five sports in five minutes. Uh, and I'm going to get us started off with hockey. Um, CCM Hockey, one of the biggest Hockey providers of hockey equipment in the world pulled ads yesterday featuring Alexander Ovechkin due to his speaking out in support of Vladimir Putin. Ovechkin was at one time the spokesman for CCM, by the way. Uh, per multiple reports, the advertising deal he signed back in 2017, the deal he's still on today, uh, is worth 500,000 big ones per season. Uh, Ovechkin's Capitals are going to play the Kraken tomorrow uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific in Washington, D.C. The Kraken's last game uh, featured the Ukrainian national anthem before the puck dropped, so it'll be interesting to see how the environment over there looks. Um, with that all fine and good, we're going to throw it over to Sophia for some soccer. All right, so we're going to start on the other side of the world, I guess, in the Premier League. So it's going to be the Battle of Manchester, Manchester United versus Manchester City. Also in the table, Liverpool is closing the gap between first place over City. There's only six points between them, and Liverpool has played one game less than City. And now back in America, Major League Soccer, Sounders, our local team, lost their home opener to Nashville 1-0 with a late goal. And they will play RSL Real Salt Lake tomorrow around 3 p.m., and they expect a bunch of snow conditions there. Raul Diaz, their star player, is out injured with a reoccurring hamstring injury. And eventually, Jordan Morris, the Mercer Island grad, is back on the pitch after an ACL injury. And I guess we can pass this over to who's going up next. Baseball. Baseball. Uh, as you guys may know, uh, the MLB is locked out. That is still happening. I know you're as tired of hearing about it as I am of reporting on it. So I will let uh, MLB spokesman uh, Tony Clark talk about this. Tony Clark is uh, a representative of the Players Union. He's a former player uh, himself, and he gave a presser recently where he said this. Players want to play. We, we all know that. But the reason we're not playing is simple. A lockout is the ultimate economic weapon. In a $10 billion industry, the owners have made a conscious decision to use this weapon 
against the greatest asset they have, the players. Yeah, I um I think he's right. I know there's there's bias in every uh report, but he's just completely right. Uh this is this is what Manfred said, by the way. MLB Commissioner Robert Manfred said uh in a press conference of his own very briefly after Tony Clark's. He said this Our committee of club representatives committed to the process. They offered compromise after compromise and hung in past the deadline to make sure that we exhausted every possibility of reaching an agreement before the cancellation of games. Uh, Manfred, however, um, as as most commissioners of baseball are, uh, is full of a little bit, a few half-truths. Uh, this is what's really going on. We remained available, whether on Zoom or as the, the pandemic afforded us the opportunity to meet in person. We made ourselves available then. Uh, it's why we sequestered ourselves in a hotel in Dallas with the hope of, of working toward an agreement. It's why we stood ready for six weeks after the lockout on December 1st, ready to have a discussion. It is remarkably interesting against the backdrop of the things that needed to be worked through to find ourselves on February 28th over the course of the last week in West Palm Beach working through the issues that, quite honestly, needed to be discussed in more depth much earlier. Uh, sorry, I know his audio cuts off, but he goes on to say much earlier than they should have been, um, or much earlier than they actually were. What, what, what he's saying essentially is that the, uh, the owners knew that a lockout was going to happen and procrastinated opening negotiations until they knew that there wasn't enough time to get it done. Uh, the Cubs outfielder Jason Hayward, by the way, posted on his Instagram uh, that he thinks that owners view the first month of the season as debt uh, because the cold weather drives away fans from uh, most of the big baseball markets in the north uh, with the outdoor stadiums. The The cold weather leads to less ticket sales and less money for the owners. It's... um. Kind of sad, honestly, that this is the state the game is in, but no, this is baseball in 2022. Um, if you're if you're tired of all that nonsense, all the labor disputes, millionaires versus billionaires, all that stuff, but you still want to watch some baseball, Mercer Island's baseball games um, are starting this month. Their first home date is March 15th at Island Crest Park. The season opens March 14th on the road, um, and the... Games broadcasts on this station uh, will start this month, which I am really excited for. Uh, now we're going to throw it over to Annabelle with some basketball. Yeah, so I'm kind of improving here, but um, one major thing for basketball is that March Madness for both men and women are is starting on Sunday, and we have our top four seeds for the men are Gonzaga, University of Arizona, Baylor, and Duke. And Duke is actually also in the news for having their coach who's been there for a really long time, I think. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Years. Yeah, and he's had a great career. He's going to be retiring, and it's going to be his last game. His last regular season his game. His last regular season game um, soon. And for the women, we have South Carolina, Stanford, North Carolina State, and Louisville for the top four seeds there. And we don't have an NBA team, but the uh, Blazers did lose last night, or on Wednesday, to the Suns. By about thirty points, but that's yeah, okay. The yeah. Suns are the number one. The Suns are the best team in the NBA right now. So definitely. And I'm gonna add on a quick thing for Coach K. So it is his final regular season thing, and 
just a quick numbers for you. It's a five-time national champ for Duke and a six-time gold medalist. And do you guys want to take a guess at really the prices of the average ticket? Uh, Very expensive. Do you want to set an over-under? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> over 5000 less than 6000 Over. Uh, I'm going to take a... Yeah, fifty eight hundred dollars. I don't know. Um. Okay. Like fifty five hundred. I don't know. About fifty three thousand and seven dollars for that final wow. game. That is ludicrous. Well, I've seen all over social media Duke students camping out, mm-hmm. even just for other games, their rivalry games, but especially for this game, I'm sure. Duke basketball. Well, that's crazy. Uh, Anyway, we're going to keep it rolling with some football news. Football uh, in the offseason currently, but the NFL Combine is in Indianapolis this week. There's no clear consensus number one pick like there have been in years past. Uh, So this week might be important for some of the top prospects, uh, guys like like Neil and Thibault. Uh, the Jags and the Lions are picking first and second, so if you're a fan of one of those two teams, your eyes should be on Indianapolis. Uh, also, outside of the NFL, uh, former Seattle Seahawks seventh rounder and practice squad quarterback Alex Magoo uh, was drafted by the USFL's Birmingham Stallions uh, sixth overall. Uh, Magoo is in line to start their franchise's first game on April 16th, so uh, a big win for uh, a former Seahawk. Uh, anyway, we're going to take a quick break on 88.9 The Bridge. We're going to be back soon with a section on sports video games. Stay tuned on 88.9 The Bridge. KMIH Mercer Island, 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back to The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. This uh, is a great sports show. We promised you guys uh, we were going to talk about NFL, uh, Madden NFL, and uh, sports video games. And I've got a question for you guys. Uh, How much do you guys know about sports video games? Enough. Enough. I can't say I know very much. I'm not a big gamer. Um, Hey, does Wii Sports count? Yeah. (laughs) I know know all about that. Just Dance? Just Dance, yeah. (laughs) That that can make you sweat. That burns calories. Is that a sport? That's a sport. That's a sport. Uh, Anecdotally, though, uh, I've noticed that a lot more people are saying that they get into NFL football from playing Madden NFL and uh, similar stories about uh, NBA 2K and basketball. You know, you play these games and you're like, wow, this exists in real life, too. Um, And I I think that uh, I think that that reaching out into games is um, important for these sports leagues to continue to have young fans and exist into the future. Uh, rather than go in the way of like like curling or tennis, you know the, the sports they don't really hear people talk about. But uh, you know it could backfire because then if everyone's playing the sports video game, no one's going to be good enough to get to the sports league. True. True. But hear me out. Curling in virtual reality—that kind of sounds curling. Cool. Curling, in curling VR. seems really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is there is however one other major problem with relying on video games to uh, get people into your sport. Mm. And that is that most of the sports video games, most of them are pretty bad. Um, <laughs> if you guys have opinions, by the way, about sports video games, I'd, I'd love to hear them. So you can text our station 206-275-9104 is our number. Uh, that's 206-275-9104. Please don't text and drive. And... Uh, Tell us um, your favorite sports video game or something that you don't like about a sports video game that you do play. 
Um, I uh, used to be quite a big Madden player back in the day, Madden NFL. Mm -hmm. That game was fun. Uh, used to be able to use, uh, get this, Madden Hasselbeck on Madden 08. <laughs> Guy was way better on Madden than he was in actual 2008. Um, yeah, so that's Madden for you. Can yeah. I bring up a little bit of a more interactive sports game? Uh, sure. Sure. I All right, can't. so going back to maybe 2012, give or take, uh, there was Xbox Connect Sports. Xbox Connect Sports. Do you remember the Connect console where it like, sensor I, movements, etc.? I don't. You don't? All right. No, but, fill me in. Uh, so Xbox made this console. It was a while ago, way, way long time ago. They discontinued it maybe, I don't know, five years ago. But it was called the Connect, where it could sense. It wasn't like Wii, where you'd have to have the controller in your hand. You could just see where you were as a person. Whoa. I know. So they had, like, it was like... I don't know, maybe Wii Sports, but on steroids. So oh. it could sense pretty much everything that you were doing. So it had interactive soccer games, volleyball, bowling, track, just all that kind of stuff. That so, really seems like the kind of thing that, like, I, I bet the U.S. government's loving that one, you know? <laughs> For real. Yeah, but, that sounds kind of scary. Yeah, the FBI agent, the, the little NSA agent uh, hanging out in my phone, salivating over the, yeah, the thought of Kinect consoles out. being in everyone's house. Listen, like, seven, eight-year-old me was amazed by that, all right? So you know, you know who probably loved seven to eight year old you? U.S. Thank president, you, <laughs> sitting President Barack Obama. All right, all right, no need to go that far, McLean. But I'm just saying that kind of gameplay, like the more immersive stuff, should probably I don't know maybe appear more. I think is the best way I can put that because virtual reality has gotten way bigger recently, and I think that's just one thing that people could consider, assuming it was safe and all that. All right, all right, all right. I uh, I hear where you're coming from. Um, that said, I don't think that people want to like play like Madden NFL or uh, MLB The Show in VR because the games as they are right now kind of suck, at least in my humble opinion. I feel like I, you don't really have to do much to actually have your players do anything. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. In, in Madden, there's a couple of plays that are just broken. You can run like some of the speed options. You can I, Why Shallow Cross has, has been a meme for years uh, in the Madden community? Because the play is just broken. The AI can't figure out how to defend it, but it stays in the game every year, despite the fact that EA is supposed to change things about the game if they're going to charge me another 60 bucks for it every year. Mm -hmm. I haven't bought a Madden game since 2017, um, but... The games are uh, not improving. Yeah. I think that something that needs to be done to change the landscape around sports video games, branching out into VR is a, is a cool idea, but I think that competition needs to be reintroduced into the market. Um, EA uh, currently has an exclusivity deal with the, the NFL over the rights to make NFL simulation football games. Uh, I don't know what you guys know about the term exclusivity deal, but it essentially means that EA's got a monopoly on simulation football. And uh, 2K has something similar with NBA basketball. It's pretty... You guys ever played Monopoly? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys ever lived under a late capitalist world? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Um, yeah. <laughs> no. Monopolies are bad, y'all. I, uh, I feel like I don't need to say that. Um <laughs> But uh, I think that exclusivity deals need to all be terminated. Competition needs to get reintroduced to uh, the sports video game markets. This is something that like, having good sports video games will make more people interested in the league. It will lead to the league making more money. The only people who lose are, are EA, who have been churning out the same garbage Madden game since 2015. 
um, harsh words. I'm sorry if anybody works at EA. <laughs> Call me. It'll be uh, interactive. Uh, 206-275-9104. We'd love can, to hear your thoughts, EA. Come uh, on. <laughs> call or text the station anytime. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that that's, that's, one, um, that's one thing that should be done to make getting kids into video games through, or getting kids into sports through video games better. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear more about the, about the VR ideas. What are some of the pros and cons of that? Well, so there's a couple of things with that. So, first of all, VR, video games, second, first of all, you know, you've seen how it can affect people already. And then, eventually, I think we really just need better VR technology to start. Like, we already have pretty good, like, Oculus, all those bigger VR headset type things. But, really, if they were to improve their technology more, that would definitely open the doors to more, how would I say that, accurate games, I guess? Like, I guess some people think of sports video games as just clicking your phone, putting in players, that kind of just fantasy football type thing. But if you were actually able to simulate that game in virtual reality, like, come on, you've been able to do Star Wars stuff, I don't know, what else, Beat Saber again, (laughs) all that kind of stuff. You think of those hit video games, but in VR, and what if you were able to do that with sports and improve it? And take it to a whole nother level. That would be awesome. I'd love to see that. Um, the the thing that's got to go, though, um, maybe you guys will agree with me, is loot boxes. I uh, there. I said it. Yep. Um, said it. I I dislike the fact that loot boxes exist. I um I, I don't I don't like it. I think that it encourages pay to win games, and after you already pay a large amount of money for the game. Paying more money to get, you know, mm-hmm. gold level players is not something that will help get kids into the sport. You know, it'll help kids get into spending money on the sport. Yeah, on, on, their their sure. money. yeah. on the sport, but it'll get kids to spend their parents money and then be told fairly quickly that you're not allowed to play Madden NFL anymore. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I I never paid for the for the loot boxes. I, I was not raised to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that VR offers some, some interesting benefits. Technology definitely got to come farther, but you, you've, you've convinced me. I'll admit I was, I'm, I'm skeptical every time somebody mentions VR. Yeah, that's fair Cause enough. ever, like ever since I was eight years, I'm, I'm going to graduate high school this year. Ever since I was eight years old, people have been telling me that VR is the next big thing. Like we're celebrating our, our, our 10th anniversary of, of VR being awesome. This have is, you, this is a have you guys ever seen Ready Player One or Reddit? I've because read the book. That makes yeah, me a I've little bit like a little bit scared. I know that's a very extreme thing Pace. that could happen, but like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you, you are right though. That Ready Player One is definitely like an example of capitalism gone too far. Yeah, in like we've seen what's happened this year, um, just like in this month, and who knows what could happen. Honestly, like Ready Player One could happen, yeah. but hopefully not. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sad that Epic Games bought Bandcamp, my favorite, my favorite music uh, sharing platform, got bought by the Fortnite company. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not sports related at all. So <laughs> we're going to, we're going to take a uh, quick break. We're going to listen to Snow Report and then one song, and then we'll be back with some trivia games. Yeah, trivia game. Yay. Stay tuned on 88.9 The Bridge. Thomas, we've come back with a good one. This is Anna and Maggie. Let's see what's happening in the mountains. This week at sea level, it rained nonstop, meaning that snow dumped in the mountains, and there were some avalanche risks. Snoqualmie had to close this week due to flooding, but we're back this weekend, though. Snoqualmie will have a high of 50, and it will be partly sunny. No new snow in the past 48 hours, and the mountain is looking pretty icy and wet. Alpendal has pretty much the same weather forecast as Snoqualmie, but they've gotten five new inches in the past 48 hours. Crystal Mountain should have a pretty cold but sunny weekend. 
Last weekend, they got around seven inches of snow, but no new snow since then. Crystal has also announced some controversial plans for a remodel. They have hiked season pass prices up to $700, along with now adding a cap of seven for using your icon pass. They have also announced a $100 million capital investment. Tune into the Powder Room Wednesdays at 5 to hear more about it. Mount Baker will have a bluebird weekend, but that means there won't be much good snow. But they did get four inches this past weekend, but it's pretty much trees over now. That's the snow for the weekend. I'm Maggie. And this is Anna. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome back into The Water Break. Uh, I'm McClay and I got Sophia and Annabelle in with me. And this segment, we're going to be playing some games. Are y'all excited? Yep. Yes. Yeah. All right. The game this week is higher or lower. I'm going to say two numbers without actually saying the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to say a stat and you have to, or an, an event, you have to guess how many, the number that applies to it. Uh, and whether a second number is higher or lower than it. Uh, right. So, for example, like uh, a common example would be like the price of milk versus the price of gas. Is gas oh, more yeah. or less expensive than milk? Honestly, probably more right now. It depends, really. Like, how many what gallons kind of, of milk, gas? And what kind of milk are you getting? What kind of milk? you got to be more specific. We're getting, now for okay, an example. So, sorry. Is it I'm gasoline sorry. per gallon? Or... Yeah. Well, you buy both gas and milk by the gallon. Hey, so hey, I hey, gas it in was... Portland's like seven bucks right now, so we yeah. can't be talking. So. Okay, that's true. But it's oat milk. Oat milk. All right, now you're being tough. So are we still saying this, gas? Are we doing this first person to say the answer? Or? Uh, so yeah, first person to say the answer uh, okay. gets a point, and the winner gets to win. Uh, oh, if crazy. anybody, um, uh, by the way, if any of you have uh, opinions, if you want to tell our uh, contestants that they're being dumb, yeah. uh, you can text or call the station two zero six two seven five nine one zero four. Yeah, McLean. Women's History Month, McLean. Come on, be a bit nice. Okay, I'm, I'm st- sorry. I was gonna be. St- All right, let's just get into it. <laughs> Whatever, let's play Before the game. Before McLean gets kicked off the radio. Okay, <laughs> okay. First, uh, first number of the first question: uh, the amount of touchdowns Russell Wilson threw in 2021 is the number of Kraken wins ever higher or lower than that? Lower, higher. It's lower. It is. Yeah. Well, oh, that's sad. the Kraken are new, right? Yeah. yeah. Wilson threw 25. He missed time, but and he aren't threw the Kraken 20... really bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They suck. They're no, really no. bad. Sophia, it means that there was less Kraken wins. Oh, I got to switch. Yeah. Okay, yeah. wait. All right. <laughs> All right. My brain. You got to work. Right. I woke uh, up early today, bro. <laughs> how big baseball fans are you? Uh, baseball I know. Fans? I know my team. I know the Giants. That's I've gone it. to a few Mariners games in my lifetime. Well, yeah. lucky for you, Ozano. This question is about the Mariners. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, all right. <laughs> the amount of games the Mariners have won in the last two seasons. Did they win more or less games than that number in 2001? More. More? We yeah, shooting with that? Hopefully. I think more. We're both shooting with that? Fingers crossed. They won more games in yes! the last two seasons. In the last two seasons. Okay. Yeah, all right, that's all good. Right. Good for the Mariners. So we're at 1-1 one one right now. Uh-huh. We're at 1-1. One one. By the way, the number, you might think, oh, two years versus one year, but we had a pandemic and the Mariners yeah, were exactly. really good in 2001. It was 117 to 116. Oh, that was oh, close. Wow. It was right. close. No need to scare me like that, McLean. <laughs> all right. All right, here's another one. Uh, number of days in a leap year or the amount of games that Tom Brady played in? Uh, Tom, Tom Brady's, Brady's higher. 
Yeah. No, it was this was close too. Really? Uh, 365. A leap year That's has 366 like... days. Tom Brady has played in 365 games, including the wow. playoffs. You're kidding me, right? All right. Yeah. <laughs> you wow. really did your research on this one. I did. All you right. Did. Uh, we got. We got more. We got more. We got more uh, Brady stats. Okay. okay. Tom Brady's career rushing yards or Peyton Manning's SAT score, which is more? Peyton Tom Manning. It's Brady. I'm bad at this, man. I feel like I if you're a football this. player, okay, this is a stereotype, but I feel like you're not going to get a very high SAT score. Oh boy, oh boy! I was waiting for I was waiting <laughs> oh. for somebody to make that argument. The uh, the the Washington Commodores, Commanders, <laughs> Commodore. the Washington Commodore. Commies. Their uh, their starting quarterback, week one of last season, Ryan Fitzpatrick, got a fifteen eighty on his SAT. Fifteen eighty. Fifteen eighty. How many tries does that take? Like he took it twice. Oh, okay. Twice and he got a fifteen eighty. A fifteen eighty. Oh, my mom wishes I was like that. <laughs> yeah, and he's like a good. And he's like a good football uh-huh. player. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick is in the top twenty-five Definitely. of uh, passing yards all time. Ryan That's Fitzpatrick crazy. is a great passer. He's an amazing. So great, the golden child in a way. I yeah. pretty much. Right. And he's got a sick beard too. He's like an American here. <laughs> Definitely. Pretty much. Literal commander of Washington. All right. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we got. Uh, more Tom Brady stats, oh, by the way. Come on, Tom. Uh, Tom Brady's forty-yard dash or the yards per pass attempt of his career, which is a higher number. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go with his forty-yard dash. He didn't always seem like the fastest guy. For I'll me. go with yards. I don't know. Yards is correct. Three to one. Three I to just one. Did the opposite of the in, BS. in in Annabelle's. <laughs> All right, Annabelle. That's a solid strategy. Um, that was mean. I'm sorry. Okay, bit. all right, you go first this time. <laughs> all right, watch me uh, lose when she goes first. Coming time. up next, we got uh more of more of Tom Brady. Tom Brady was a quarterback. Did not uh really, punt the ball he? a lot. Did not catch the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Does he have more targets or more punts in his career? After you, <laughs> targets. I'm gonna go punts. Targets is correct. <laughs> okay. Tom Brady was a really good guesser. Yeah. Tom Brady was targeted four times in his career. He caught three of them. Uh, he dropped one in the Super Bowl, in Super oh, Bowl 52. No. Tom Brady, Brady also punted uh, three times early in his career. Why? The uh, the quick kick was uh, a play in Bill Belichick's playbook. Mm. Um, and they found themselves in a lot of third and hopeless situations, uh, yeah, which is well, weird to Seahawks say. Yeah, too. Oh, true. <laughs> All right. I've seen a few of those. Up next, we got our, our last question. Uh, what do you guys think? Can we do this for all the marbles? You really want this to be for all the marbles. Annabelle, do you consent to all the marbles? Sure. All right. Okay, for all the marbles, somehow. (laughs) Um, Number of Bob Dylan albums or Tom Brady's seasons played? Yell it out. Tom Brady. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan is correct. Yes! (laughs) I don't know how many Bob Dylan albums there are. 39. There are 39. And And how many seasons did Tom Brady play? Uh, Just 22. Just 22. Just 22. Only 22 years. But yeah, Bob Dylan has been long. dropping consistently since the 60s. Uh, we listened to his uh, some of his songs earlier in the hour, right before we came on. Mm-hmm. I definitely did not program that as an excuse to talk about Bob Dylan. <laughs> it's okay, Bob Dylan. I know, uh, but he's released 39 studio albums, That's which is a lot. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Um, all right, uh, Bob Dylan, crazy guy, his wife. Pretty pretty accomplished of an artist herself, uh, but doesn't always get talked about in the same light. And uh, with that amazing segue. That was a great transition. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. I'll um, give you that. Happy Women's History Month, y'all. We're going to talk about um, uh, how to get people in high school to pay attention to women's sports. Yes. Um, you guys go here the same as I do. And, do um, we know? 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, those of you that don't know, this is a high school station. Uh, I go to high school. Sophia and Annabelle go to the same high school as yeah, me. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. Um, at our high school, Mercer Island High School, it's pretty tough to get people to go to women's games. Yeah, yes. definitely. And like we've seen, I help run a lot of the sports broadcasting here, and you can just see the stands fill up for the boys' games, but really not too many for girls, and it just kind of gets disappointing. They all come in the last quarter of the girls' varsity yep. game or right after it ends, which is just really disappointing, but... But hey, Cedar Night for that girls game was pretty good. Yeah. That last quarter. Good. That was Annabelle, you're an athlete, aren't you? Yes, I play basketball. Yeah, what position? High school. I'm a forward. And do a lot of people come to your games? No. Didn't think so. <laughs> it yeah. Depends on the game. For things like senior night and Bubby games, there's definitely more, but still not as many as the boys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. I understand that you travel a lot because you're on the team. How, what is it like in other stadiums, just other schools? Is it kind of, is it kind of the same thing? Yeah, it's basically the same thing. It's everywhere. There's always going to be people coming in at the end of the girls' games to go to the boys and not watching the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. My question though is, how do we get people to uh, go to more? Because I feel like this is a solvable problem. Yeah. I don't know. I I have one idea. I had one idea. You guys tell me if I'm if I'm stupid or not. All right, you go ahead. Um. <laughs> We should have the uh, school admin schedule the, like, spirit weeks, the gimmicky stuff around girls' uh, schedules. You know, like, if they just read uh, on the morning announcements, like, hey, uh, dress up in school spirit for uh, for girls' basketball tonight or for uh, badminton's coming up for badminton tonight, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be people who do it. Definitely. Yeah. Like, But the only problem is most of those games have a boys' game attached to them. Oh, yeah. So it would like, be had doing it for both anyways, but it could work. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, here's here's a here's a idea. Um, we could have, like, more promotion for the girls' games. If they just made... if they, Maybe if they made them cheaper for uh, non-students to attend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we already see plenty of parents, uh, I guess just friends, family, mostly in the stands, but, like, still, we could really use some improvement here and there. All right. Maybe... Um, do you guys think that making all high school sports games free to enter for uh, students would uh, make a change? Do you think that our school would turn up to support uh, women's sports if it wasn't expensive? Well, if it wasn't ex- expensive, yes, but it is kind of expensive. So I don't think they would completely make it free. Hopefully reduce the price, yeah. but still. Luckily, oh, I normally get in free yeah. to this basketball for being a player. A player but um, yeah, for other games, you do have to... Mm-hmm. Like yeah. advertisement is such a big thing right now, like social media, news outlets, all that stuff. Like we're yeah. a radio station, we do news, we try to promote it as best we can, but sometimes that's not enough, so we need other people to. I don't know action. about y'all. I've actually never gone to a game at this high school that I haven't been broadcasting. Wow. It is so ridiculous that I should have to pay to see fifteen-year-olds play sports. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's, it's so dumb. Like, and, come on, they're fresh out of middle school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and going back to McLean's idea about announcements, I think. They mostly do focus when they're saying upcoming sports events on the men's sports. Mm-hmm. So I think if they talked more about, we have a girls varsity game tonight at 7 or whatever, mm-hmm. then that could be helpful too. Yeah. And we have an amazing mascot, Herbert the Snail. Like, I saw <laughs> yeah. Herbert today during my really? off period. Wow. Come on, if we bring that kind of hype. I know we have the flag dudes, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But if they went to the girls game as well, or spent more time there hyping it up. Like, you know, Fridays before boys basketball games, boys football games, they have the drum line come out. Why aren't they doing that for girls? That's yeah. a big question. Hmm. 
So, that is a big question. I think they only did that for football. You know what? They, that is, they did it for basketball. They really? Did I, didn't, for I never saw that. You know what? I think that I have seventh off. <laughs> is a question that needs to be asked to the administration. If you have that question, you should uh, call into Principal Kelly's Corner, which is a show that Gabe Gottesman does Mondays at 3 p.m. Yeah. yeah. We promoted Gabe. Okay. I've, I've, um, I've, I've got my, uh, my good Samaritan points uh, <laughs> already. The brownie points yeah. for Gabe. Um, do we have any other ideas how to um, how to improve women's sports? Well, I think that there's a big stereotype that all women's sports and all women are worse at sports than men, uh, which is simply not true. And I remember last year around March Madness tournament for basketball, um, there was this whole thing about the women's and men's weight rooms. Yeah, how the I men's was like a that. giant room of great equipment, and the women's was like a tiny rack of free weights or something and, and a yoga mat yeah <laughs> so don't forget the yoga mat don't forget the yoga mat that thing's important too and i think I remember... march madness should be like high school and have the men and women use the same lock the same uh, weight room <laughs> yeah. yeah well this year it's different than last year because last year they did it all in one place but this year they're traveling again mm-hmm. yeah um but i think that last year when that happened women's athletes and men's men athletes too they kind of promoted and spoke out against it and that really helped and I think more people probably watch women's basketball because of that Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think just making sure that more people are speaking out about it and making sure people are aware that these things are happening and like come on moving over to another sport women's soccer they finally were able to get free pay or not free pay excuse me equal pay pay. free pay wait a second (laughs) equal pay though and it's been maybe a couple weeks even less than that since they were able to grant that. And they've been fighting for that since 2016, 2015. Yeah. Ever since, like, Hope Solo got kicked off the team for being mean to the Swedish people. But still, it's been a while. That's what I'm saying. And they were trying to get that for years on end. And if it takes them that long, how long do you think it's going to take for women's sports to blow back up again? Uh, so. Should hopefully be soon. Um, all right. Well, uh, women's sports forever on the water break. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Oh, also another way is yeah. for the water break to talk more about women's yeah, sports. Yeah, water break. Oh, hey. water break. Hey, we're getting better. We're getting better. Yeah, yeah. Have we us on the about... show more. No. <laughs> oh, man. Just have a whole segment for female sports. Exactly. That's true. We'll, we'll, Actually, we'll replace you guys for an episode. How's about yeah. that? Man, you can't replace me. You are replacing us for an episode. You yeah. replaced everyone but me. True. Um, all right, we're taking them out next, all right? All right. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, bye, bye, McLean. Thank See you, you, McLean. I'm graduating. You guys can have the show when I'm gone. <laughs> we um, All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the water break. This has been a great way to uh, get back into the swing of things, even without uh, most of the main cast. Um, I had a good time uh, hanging out with y'all. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Good talking to you. Thank you for all having right. us. Oh, of course. Uh, thank you for being on the show. And thank you uh, to the listeners for listening. Uh, we are going to sign off now. Stay tuned on 88.9 The Bridge after this, uh, the Thinking Out Loud show. We're gone.